Richard Butler presents lifestyle, real estate, and investment opportunities the booming South Pacific. Opportunities south of the equator. Learn about the unique and voted happiest country in the world, the tax-friendly nation of Vanuatu. Hello from me, Lance Hunt in Vanuatu. This is the Real Estate Opportunity and Lifestyles of the South Pacific podcast. It's presented by Melanesian Waterfront Real Estate Limited, and it's about personal opportunity and financial prosperity here in the South Pacific. I have with me online today, Richard Butler. He's in Sydney, Australia. Richard was two times trade commissioner to Australia for the Republic of Vanuatu, and he's a successful real estate developer. He's got more than 40 years experience. Hello, Richard. Yeah, good morning, Lance. Good morning, listeners. Well, here we go again, another podcast and a fabulous concept this week. You're talking about in the introduction that I've got 40 years of real estate experience. Well, obviously, I haven't got 237 years of real estate property experience personally. But of course, I do have something to talk about today, Lance, which I've touched on with you already, (laughs) that there is a thing called a 18-year real estate cycle. And it actually goes back... 237 years. It's a property secret that goes back 237 years. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Please do explain, Richard. How does coronavirus fit into a 237-year-old property secret? Well, many people in Australasia would probably be aware of the seven-year cycle. There's also a seven-year cycle and things go up, then they come down. But that actually fits inside this 18-year-old cycle and they can have what they call a midterm cycle, which is probably what the seven-year cycle is all about. But a study of US history, for example, reveals a very clear average 18-year cycle in real estate prices measured from trough to trough or peak to peak. The actual cycle has never been shorter than seven years, never longer than 21, according to research that's been done. But good news is that once you understand the real estate cycle, you can forecast it. History, I assure you, does repeat. I can, 69 years on this planet, I've seen booms and busts. I've seen things come in, go out, come back. And if you forecast correctly, you can make money. But of course, developers, which I've been for 40 years, we are, well, the best description that I can give a developer is an instrument of change. Developers are always thinking in advance. They have to stay ahead of the market. And that's a secret about real estate development. But in this podcast, I'm going to give you a chart to actually include in the mail out and also a property clock. And this chart goes back to 1800. And you can actually chart the peaks in land sale and land speculation followed by a downturn. But going back to normal concept of what we normally talk about being trying to incorporate Vanuatu in it. It's very important points with regard to coronavirus at the moment that you actually try and look to the future. I mean, you can either stand there like a, like a kangaroo or a deer uh, stuck in the headlights on the highway, or you can bounce away and try and think about the future. First of all, regarding the real estate at the present time, it's very unlikely that many people will be putting their property on the market unless they really have to. Desperate sales, because you know some... They might have to pay off a mortgage. The bank might have lost their confidence in them, their business. All these things can come into play, of course. Banks not being friendly. Oh, wow, we had a big uh, Royal Commission here not that long ago about the Australian banks not being very friendly. And I'm a walking wounded from the 2008 crash where the banks walked away from over 2,000 developers. But it's important in any event that you don't panic in this period of, well, it is a frightening time and think, well, it's going to be what they call a black swan event. Well, quite frankly, 
you really have to hold your metal. You'll see many high profile investors liquidate their stock market shares and move money into real estate, which is a standard move in these times as the only real asset in downturns is real estate. And of course, you're obviously secured by the title. Now, this works very well with our projects in Vanuatu, doesn't it? Because everything that we do in the real estate there at this point of time is based around a strata title. And so that gives all our investors a security by actually having equity. So with that security of title, there is a position in the market that smart investors take that they put their cash into real estate and then they wait for a recovery. Then they either sell on or utilize the equity that they've actually built in that particular real estate investment, extract cash out for other projects and continue on. As I mentioned, there is the concept of the 18-year cycle. And basically, they are saying at the moment that even with coronavirus, we're basically in what they call a midterm downturn. It's estimated by those in the know and who understand the cycle, but this downturn will probably last one to one and a half years. So it's the right time now to prepare to take advantage on the for the coming other side of the cycle. Smart money is basically counting on further losses in the stock market. For example, Warren Buffett, who everybody is a god in the share market, took all his funds out of the airline stock in America a couple of weeks ago. Well, there's nothing. He actually said that he think he misjudged investing in the airlines, but he took all his money out. Now, in the last downturn of 2008, Buffett invested heavily, absolutely amazingly heavily into real estate projects that floundered across America. He bought them all up, spent billions of dollars, and of course, reaped the benefits of the increase over that period of time. It's only now in Australia that real estate agents can start to do limited options again as far as opening up their houses. They can now have up to 10 people attending and be able to show prospective purchases the houses again and have auctions. So this is just starting again. The concept of the 18-year cycle is not a new one. As I said, it relates back even further than what I've mentioned previously to the 1600s. And you can see by the attached charts that after every downturn or depression or recession, there is a boom on the other side of that bust. It's obviously very, very simple. What goes down comes up, what goes up comes down. The 18-year cycles are made up of 14 years of property prices going up and four years of property prices going down. Not many people, only people that have actually studied this in any great detail can understand it. These details seem to appear every time there is a bust. And if you can position yourself now by buying correctly at a low cost for future gains, you're doing the right thing. Two areas which are always popular are land and food producing real estate such as cattle farms, agricultural, vegetables and fruit. Obviously, there's been an enormous amount of investment in these types of farms by the Chinese in Australia. History shows us when lands becomes non-affordable to the average citizen, more investment funds will then, corporate investment funds, will go into land that is ideal for infrastructure projects such as highway, airports, train stations, freeways and shopping centres. Where were the investment funds going before? Well, they were going into areas that basically were already have highways, airport stations, freeways and shopping centres built, but you're going into new areas. Lance, it's an amazing thing, but it shows that these charts actually shows that when land becomes non-affordable for the average citizen, more corporate and government funds will then go into new land where new infrastructure projects such as highways, airports, train stations, freeways and shopping centres will be built. Therefore, 
increasing the land around those assets. So you'll notice any new city anywhere in the world, it gets to a point where the city starts to break out of the boundaries and they open up a new area. When they open up that new area, normally that's the cheapest land around because it's that much further away from the centre of the city. So people, young families in particular, migrants as well, very big with the migrants coming into Australia do this, they go to these new subdivisions on the outlying areas of a city. The infrastructure is put in by the government. They bought, say, for example, at 100000 for example. They go and build a house for 200000 They have a property worth 300000 outlaid. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years later, that property is now worth 700000 800 900 or a million dollars. So that's basically how the cycle continues. But you can also see these sorts of recoveries are very, very important. And incredibly, after 9-11, we had an enormous recovery as far as that was concerned as well. General thinking is that as it did with the Spanish flu 100 years ago, after the Spanish flu, it provides an upturn and smart money says this is going to be short and sharp and there is much money, a lot of money being thrown into supplements by governments around the world. I mean, we've never seen this much money being invested by governments. I mean, at the present time in Australia, there are people who are earning more money staying at home, not working than what they were doing before the coronavirus effect came into the country. So the 14-year increase in property values is likely to be like the roaring 20s that led to the stock market crash. There's an interesting statement that when land prices increase as land takes the gains of society, and again, infrastructure helps those gains, the values increase in the land value. Land is in short supply. You know, land's an amazing thing. We need it because we sleep on it. We work on it. We plan to invest on it. We get married on it. We get buried in it. <laughs> you know, So because of the stimulus at the present time in worldwide, Australia, New Zealand, it's just amazing how much funds are being put into, pumped into the local economies. This will support the market and new concepts to promote investment is what we're basically doing at in Vanuatu because we're actually opportunity providing a low cost investment into real estate and also into bricks and mortar. The concept of being able to invest in property like a fractionalized real estate offer, which is very much like the share market where you invest shares in a company, you can now invest in fractionalized real estate and take a share in the property. For example, in our Malakula farmlets, we're now offering the opportunity for investors to purchase one twentieth, one fifth of a farm for 10,000 USD and looking at returns coming back from the sale of the fruit from this tropical farm at between 10 to 15% per annum. As I said, there's never been a level before of the investment of governments, trillions and billions going in to prop up countries around the world. And all these countries need food. As soon as a vaccine or a cure is produced, we're going to see a boom on the other side of it. You've got to take into account this 18-year cycle and position yourself to make the most of it on the other side. Interest rates are so low at the moment, because I call them lower than low, because it's just amazing. When I've got my first home loan, our first home loan interest rate was 14 to 15%. It's a long way from 0.25 to 1%, isn't it? You know, absolutely, or 2%, basically, is what they're charging at this point of time. So also, the other thing, people say, what about employment? Well, if you've got a 20 or 30% unemployment, you've still got a 70 to 80% employment. So basically, you've got to take into account that things perhaps maybe, they're not good at the moment, but they're not as bad as they could be. That's, I think, the secret of real estate investment and thinking about having an 18-year plan and taking this sort of consideration at this point of time, we believe, or the smart money tells us, that we're in a cycle 
cycle and we're at a midterm, that means we have another seven years of the cycle of property prices increasing before we have another four years of property values decreasing. Does that explain it, Lance? Yes, yes. It seems to be a very positive message, really. So you're saying that this could go on for another year, year and a half, and then the recovery will kick in, and then it's good times for another seven years or so. Is that the way? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, the, the rider is the coronavirus vaccine or cure. That's the first thing. We've got it managed at this point of time. As soon as we have a coronavirus vaccine or cure, the market's going to rebound enormously, very, very quickly. And that smart money is saying another year to year and a half and that's our mid-term downturn and then we go back into our growth factor for another seven years taking us up to 2008 but that is the 18-year cycle but attached to this podcast there are three or four charts which you can have a look at and you'll be incredibly surprised interested and informed from this 18-year cycle that goes back to the 1600 years of 1600 amazing isn't it when you can track back something that far it does sound like a long way back, yes. So we'll put those charts into the show notes below the recording. So just scroll down a bit and you can look at, and if they're PDFs, we'll make it so that you can download those charts. That's fantastic, Lance. Well, thanks, listeners. And you can contact myself on country code 61417007792 or Lance on his numbers attached as well. We can also basically invite you along to our Tuesday and Wednesday night podcast that we have, 7 o'clock on a Tuesday night in Sydney, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday night in Sydney. They last for 50 minutes and we'd be happy to give you even a better understanding of what's happening in Vanuatu at the moment, the opportunities investing in real estate investing in organic agriculture, sustainable forestry, ecotourism resorts, passports and citizenships, relocation, corporations set up for trusts, which is all done through our associates, lawyers and accountants for you. So we really do have a real plan B package waiting for you to discover in Vanuatu. And we do that live. It's not recorded, so everyone is different. And that gives us the opportunity to put in all the latest stuff to keep you right up to date. So that's our podcast for today. Thank you very much, Richard, for your explanation of those things. And we look forward to being in your earbuds next time. <laughs>